listening to Vibing with Cell. My name's Cell, and we're actually on episode 16. And thanks for kicking it with me, and thanks for vibing. Um, I did not upload an episode last week because I was sick, and I was busy, and I just had a lot going on. And But we're here now. We're still alive. Still breathing, officially. Um, I've missed you guys, and I've missed interacting with people on my stories on Instagram which is also at vibing with cell um and if you're either listening on Spotify or Apple or Google I appreciate you I appreciate you supporting me and my podcast show I guess (laughs) um today I'm gonna do something kind of different. It's going to be things that I learned in my 20s and things that I'm still learning in my 20s. I am on the older side of 26. So um, yeah, let's get into it. I was going to film this episode, but I wanted to do it right now. And right now I'm at work, so I didn't want to record and then have to cut the video a bunch of times because I have to stop for talking to customers and stuff like that. I'd rather film a video where you guys have my undivided attention. Um, But yeah, so first thing is, and actually it's not like the first thing, there's no like real order, but the first thing that comes to mind for me is let friends come in and out of your life. Sometimes people are good for where you are at that moment or the stage in your life, and we're always growing, we're always evolving, And in my opinion, friendship breakups hurt more than relationship ones because, yeah, like you love or you like the person that you're in a relationship with, but with a friendship foundation, there's so much more that goes into it, in my opinion, in my opinion. Um, But uh, I'm just, I just feel like it taught me the value of a relationship is not based in permanence, like the fact that the chapter has ended and doesn't make it any less meaningful you can't take everyone where you're going like you can't take everyone with you where you're going and sometimes you know you can have a friend when you just become out of a like you just get out of a breakup and they're really good at bringing you out and taking you out and showing you things but then you kind of grow out of things like that and then you see that they're only good as a going out friend. And I don't want people like that in my life. I don't want people that I can only go out with. I want people that I can go out with, I can go get food with, I can have deep and meaningful conversations with. And people that are only about going out and doing things or only spending money. And I'm not a broke bitch because I got money, but like, <laughs> I just, I just feel like if friendships fizzle out then let it because sometimes people are not meant to be where you're be people are not meant to be where you're going if you're not vibing with someone listen to your intuition and don't associate yourself with them if you don't feel safe if you feel some type of any uncomfortability do not be around that person at all (laughs) um another thing is be careful with your inner child healing And I feel like it's become such a buzzword, especially when it comes to pursuing things that you wanted to do as a kid. We evolve and we change and we grow and we, you know, our priorities change. So if you're not a dancer or a musician, like for me, like when I first got out of high school, I was like, I'm going to be a dancer. And, you know, I did pursue that for a little bit. 
but it's not who I am today. And as much as I do miss dance and I still love dancing, I don't see that as a priority for myself right now. You know, I don't see that as a priority as much as I did when I was 18 years old and when I was going to dance school and I was teaching dance classes and stuff like that. Sometimes your priorities change and that's okay. That's perfectly fine. But, you know, as long as you do still try to keep your inner child happy or heal your inner child of, you know, traumatic things and or even just, you know, you have a hard, stressful day or life or whatever and you do something as simple as fucking building a fort blanket or a blanket fort or, you know, going to a store and buying a coloring book because that's something that you used to do when you were a kid that made you happy. Like, um, last summer, I met somebody, and we were hanging out for a little bit, and we literally just, (laughs) we went to the beach, and he was like, let's look at the stars, you know, not in, like, a romantic way, but it was just like, let's look at the stars, because tonight's so beautiful, and looking at the stars is something that I used to do with my sibling, like, with one of my siblings and my cousins when I was younger, And I forgot, like, how happy that made me feel. So doing something like that is so good for, like, you know, making your inner child happy. Like, I don't know. To me, that's that's something that, like, meant a lot for me. And, like, the person I was hanging out with had no idea that that meant so much, you know? Also, inner child healing is not this beautiful, blissful thing. You will be fucking tried. (laughs) Like, you will be so fucking tried. And, you know... It takes a lot to have the, I guess, like, determination and, I guess, willpower to heal your inner child, especially for someone that's, you know, gone through so much. I know I've talked about this before, but talk about boundaries either on a date or the first date. It doesn't have to be a dramatic conversation. It can be something super simple like hey sorry like I didn't text you back the other day not a huge texter people in my life know that I am not a huge texter I have a phone yes I am not on it like that I do not text people all day if I do text people all day it's probably my girls group chat or like someone that I might be talking to but even then like I I could be talking to someone every day and then I won't talk to them for a day or two or a week or whatever. And it's not because I don't love you guys or because I don't like you guys. It's because I don't like to be on my phone. I like to stay away from it as much as possible. And the only thing that I do is fucking work and, and come home and I relax and I'm chilling with my girl. You know, like that's it. So if I'm not texting you, do not take it personally. And if you get mad at that, then I don't care because if someone doesn't want to respect a boundary that I have, then I don't fucking need you in my life. And that's just how it is. Like, I'll get back to you when I can. And, you know, setting boundaries means that you're establishing what you will and what you won't allow from people in your life. And setting boundaries can require saying no. And it can require saying, no, I don't want to do this or I don't feel comfortable with this. And if someone doesn't respect that, then they should not be in your life. And it can piss people off, which is good because people that don't respect your boundaries do not need to be in your life. I don't know how many times I have to say this. Like, I have friends where they'll complain that something's wrong with their partner or someone that they're friends with, and I'm like, well, did you set that boundary with them? Well, no, I feel like they should already know. No one's a fucking mind reader. No one's going to know what you want if you don't say it. So you have to fucking stand your ground and say what you want, say what you will, what you don't allow, you know, 
fucking be an adult about it. <laughs> like, we're in our 20s. Like, come on. If you don't like something that someone does or someone says, like, I hate when guys or people call women in general bitches. That's something that pisses me off. I wasn't raised that way. And, you know, like, I have a close friend of mine that where we both hate if someone calls a woman or a female a bitch. And it's just not, it's just not cool. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's a respect thing. And if, as a guy, like, if you don't want someone calling your mom a bitch, don't call the next girl a bitch. You know, someone, like, people literally, sorry, people literally throw hands with people if they say, oh, your mom's a bitch. All right, but keep that same energy when it comes to women. If you don't like someone touching your neck, fucking say that. I hate someone touching my neck. I have been abused when I was little. I've been choked out. I just don't fucking like it. Don't touch my neck. I don't care if you're trying to kiss me or what. Don't fucking do it. You know, everyone has to set their boundaries and set what they want and what they don't want. You know, (laughs) I keep saying the same thing, but I'm making sure y'all know. Like, I'm making sure you get the fucking point. When it comes to spending money, before spending money, ask yourself, how will I feel after, you know, the happiness or the dopamine that I get from this is gone? I'm so sorry. But it's like... I would buy things, especially on impulse, and be like, oh, this is so cool for this, or I could do this and this and this with it, and I might never touch it. Like, I literally have strawberry silicone ice cube trays that I swore I was going to use all the time. They're literally still in the blocks, and it's been three years, (laughs) you know? Like, sometimes you see something that's so cute, and you're like, oh my god, this is going to make me so happy. And, you know, it did for, like, a day. (laughs) I, they're, they're literally still in the box. I... They're, like, chilling in my uh, pantry closet. And I bought them initially because I was, like, these would be so cute. Because I, I literally, bruh, I literally brought three boxes of them. I mean, they were $2, but, like, and that's another thing. I'd be like, oh, well, it's $2, so even if blah, 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 you know. No, don't think of it that way. Like, even though they were $2 each, you know, that's still $6 I could have used for something else. And... I'm not, like, super cheap, but I do like to be more mindful of how I spend my money now, especially, you know, buying a new car and having an apartment and stuff like that, and, like, you got, you got, you got bills pay, so, like, um, but it's, like, how are you, how are you gonna feel after that first instinct of dopamine is gone? Like, are you still gonna be happy about it? Are you still gonna be using it, you know? And there's a lot of times where I'll be on the phone with someone and I'm at the store. I'm like, ooh, I really want this. I'm like, should I get it? Should I get it? And they're like, yeah, I get it. I was like, no, I'm not going to get it. And I've gotten so much better at that because I will see something. I'm like, oh, my God, I want this. And then I'm like, "Mm, am I really going to use it? Like, people that shop with me or, like, friends that shop with me, I'll have so much things in my arms. And I'm like, okay, it's time for me to reevaluate my life. And I'll literally reevaluate the things that I have in my arms about five to ten times, you know, especially if, like, my best friend Xavier's with me. I, like, I, <laughs> when I go shopping and he's with me, I literally make sure that he is the strong voice of saying, Maxine, you don't need this. Like, you do not need this. <laughs> You're not going to use it. It's going to make you happy right now, blah, blah, blah. And I am grateful for that because there's other people that I go shopping with. 
And they're like, yeah, I get it. Why not? And I'm like, you're right. Why not? And then, especially like when it comes to clothes, also, we are going to get into clothes for this too. But especially when it comes to clothes, I'm like, oh my God, this would be so cute. Like someone takes me on a date, blah, blah, blah. When the fuck am I ever going to wear a dress on a date? <laughs> you know, or like, when am I going to wear this dress? Like I bought a dress a few weeks ago and it was very nice because I was like, oh, I have something to go. Like I have somewhere to go. Like I should wear a dress to it. Girl, it's fucking January. It's going to be cold. I know my ass is not going to one, shave my legs, wax my legs, wear leggings, wear tights, or nothing with it because I feel like, one, it won't look right with the kind of dress that it is. Two, it's fucking cold out, and a girl hates being cold. Like, I'm not going to do that. <coughs> but be mindful of how you spend your money, and if it's going to make you happy for a long time, then get it. But if it's not, or if you're not going to use it, don't do it. Don't, don't waste your time and your money on that. Don't post everything on social media. I know that sometimes people piss us off and, you know, we want to vent to the world. Vent to your therapist. <laughs> you know, if you have a problem with somebody, tell them what your problem is. And sometimes you don't even have to extend yourself to tell them the problem. Just don't associate with them. Vulnerability doesn't mean lack of boundaries. If you have some vegan beef with someone, don't air it out. You look childish. Our opinions grow and they evolved often and the content that we put in the universe online doesn't grow, it stays the same. Social media is a great way for connecting and networking, but something like that will have like a permanent look onto your appearance and your mindset and people will think of you in a different light and yeah, who cares of what people think of us, especially who cares of what people think of us, but especially in career instances, it has a lot that can affect you, especially like, let's say you posted something two years ago about how your boyfriend cheated on you and he likes it in his butt, whatever, right? <laughs> okay, you know, funny. Not really. You know, you're airing out what someone likes sexually and you're saying, oh, he's gay, whatever. That doesn't make him gay. He likes what he likes, whatever. But... <laughs> Wow, it sounds like I'm speaking from experience. I'm not, I promise I'm not. But I'm speaking from experience that I've seen online. And, um, <laughs> but it's like, one, I think it's very childish to air out your drama on social media. Like, if you have a problem with someone, speak to the, per the person or the people that you have a problem with. Do not fucking air it out on social media. No one cares. You look, you look childish. Like, that's the thing. Like, you look childish. If you are upset about something, if you feel like you need someone to talk to, then reach out to people, you know. I care about your mental health more than anything. And if you feel like, you know, you don't have anyone to turn to, you can always call me, you can always text me, you can always shoot me an Instagram message, you can always shoot me a Facebook message, Snapchat, whatever, you know, that's fine. But the way, so when I was in, when I was in middle school, at the end of like the morning announcements, they would say the way that, the way you, <sighs> hmm, it was like the way you act today shapes your world tomorrow or something like that, right? And that's so true because there's been times where, you know, my pe like my friends will post certain things on social media and then they go and try to get a job especially if you have your social media accounts on public 
where anyone in the world can see, jobs do go and look you up. Jobs do background checks. Jobs, you know, look up your name to see what kind of social media imprint you have. That way they can see, is this person ready or is this person qualified or is this person emotionally, maturely, you know, ready to be in this position. Doesn't matter what job it is, people are always going to look at you and see how you are. So let's say, you know, if you have OnlyFans or whatever you're posting and then you want a good job or, you know, a better job or whatever, you want to make stable money, sometimes people will look at that and be like, mm, I don't know if I want this girl. And my friends know I am an advocate for sex work. I am an advocate for people with OnlyFans. I do not care. As long as you are safe, what you're doing, you are perfectly fine. But you cannot get mad if a job is not going to hire you because of you posting like that. You know, you like you you can't get mad at it. Like <laughs> there has been times where you know, I've gotten declined a job because I posted something online and I'm like, damn, like and then I started putting my accounts on private. I mean that's just me. But like <laughs> There's, you know, and there, there's the language that you put on social media, you know, you could be a changed person now, but 10 years ago, you were saying the N-word back and forth. That's not, that's not good for companies, that's not good for business, that's not good for your career, that's not, you know, that's not something that you want to stay having a hold of you and where you want to evolve and where you want to, you know, get ahead in life. It's just not, um... If you have a problem with someone, tell them, talk about it. If not, leave it alone. We're adults. <laughs> uh, listen to people when they talk about themselves. Believe people when they show you who they are. People will, you know, say all these things and try to make themselves look good. And then you see how they actually are. And it's just not someone that you want in your life. It's not someone that you want to associate with. You know, some people have good, some good quality traits, but then there's other things that kind of like make you go, whoa, I don't wanna, I don't wanna be around that. They treat this person this way. What if they talk about me behind my back like this? <sighs> just don't do it. <laughs> it's just so, just pay attention to how people act and how people tell you that they are. and. Pay attention, pay attention to everything. Pay attention to absolutely everything. You know, people always tell me that I'm very observant and stuff like that. And it's like, I've lived a life. <laughs> I lived a life. <laughs> and I pay attention to everything about me. And I want to keep my space and I want to keep my energy protected. You know, so pay attention to that. Never feel embarrassed to talk about something that makes you happy. If you think... The way that a succulent leaf can rip off and grow a whole new plant and start a whole new family and you're really happy about that but someone kind of looks at you like okay who cares leave them alone <laughs> if something makes you happy if something that you think is cool and you want to share it with somebody else you want to talk to somebody else about it and talk about it and if that person doesn't appreciate that then they don't they don't hold a value in your life to me in my experience in my opinion they don't hold a value into your life if they aren't willing to listen to you um yeah 
loving yourself, and this is for all my girls and all my guys and all my theys and thems, loving yourself does not make you cocky. 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 If you are talking about yourself and you say, I am a vibe, I can do this, I can do that, I know how to work on a car, I know how to cook, I know how to do this, and people are going to be like, oh, she's so full of themselves, or they're so full of themselves. I'm not full of myself, I am aware of the person that I am, and I'm happy about it, and I love myself for it. I'm not cocky, you know, just because I'm a Leo doesn't mean that I'm full of myself. I appreciate myself, and I love myself, and I love where I am, and I love who I've become, and I love where I've been and how it's taught me to mature and how to grow and how to evolve and how to expand myself. I love myself, and that does not make me cocky. Who's going to love you better than yourself? Nobody. Don't go back to old messages and wonder what went wrong. It's not going to help you. It's not going to it's not going to make your healing process easier. If anything, it's going to make you sadder. <laughs> um with my last ex and we were engaged and we were living together and we went from, you know, good to not so good to good and you know, things happen in relationships and when we ended it was, I was constantly going through messages, and I've kept the messages for a very long time, like, I honestly, like, it's been years since we broke up, and I had those messages up until maybe four months ago, that's a long time, that's a lot of, that's a lot of space in my phone to keep, because I never deleted our messages ever from when we first started talking, so we were dating, or we were together for about, you know, three, four, five years, and then we broke up five years ago, that's like 10 years of messages that I had, you know, that I kept until about four months ago, and um, even though, like, you know, me and that person are not in contact whatsoever, there will be times where I would catch myself missing them, and which is okay, it's fine to miss somebody, it's fine to miss what you had with somebody, you know, but to go back and look on messages and you're just wondering, oh no, it all went wrong, like, you know, it's not going to help you, it's not going to make it any easier, you know, and also don't compare yourself to, don't compare yourself to anybody, don't compare yourself to the person that your ex is now with, you know, you're just as beautiful, everybody has their own different type of beauty to them, you don't ever have to say, well, you know, this person's prettier than I am, or... And also, something that I really do hate that girls do when their ex moves on is that they say, oh, look at her, she's so ugly, like, aren't I prettier than her? I'm not gonna tell you yes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna be that friend that is like, oh, girl, you're so much prettier than her, she's ugly, look at her, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's not in my nature like if, if you're gonna show me your ex's new girl or be like oh like that's not even their type you don't know what somebody's type is just because you 
just because you were allowed to experience someone for a little bit doesn't mean that you're everything that that person wanted you guys didn't work out i mean that's one you guys did not work out and you know people's types change like people ask me what my type is in a person and it i don't i don't really have a type you know yes i've dated mostly like hispanic people but i still love all people like i still love white people like i still love you know like white girls white boys and stuff like that like just because i have mostly you know been in long relationships with hispanics or you know doesn't mean that that's not someone that i'm gonna go for don't compare yourself to someone don't call somebody ugly just because you're mad about how you guys ended like there's there's come on baby go and evolve Something that I'm still learning in my 20s is that my parents and your parents and everybody's parents are doing the best that they can. They're doing the best they can with what they got, and they have their own set of traumas that they most likely were never taught the proper way to handle or deal with. And especially if you're coming from a Latino black family, my parents are in their 60s and 70s, right? So think of all the things that has happened to them growing up, just pe just being people of color just being young and my parents and I have very different views on certain things you know as most people do but they're still trying their best and they're different now than what they were five years ago um and although like my dad and I are super close doesn't mean that I agree with every way that he handles things and I definitely don't agree with every way that my mother handles things and like I said, they're doing the best they can with what they got. But I will also say, being connected through blood does not excuse disrespect or abuse. And you have to allow this realization to extend your capacity for empathy. Something very important. Stop worrying about getting older. Running out of time, to me, isn't a thing because we don't know how much time we do have. Um, especially if you're doing it right as you get older, the closer you are to creating the life, the closer you are to creating the life you want, you'll actually love. And instead of worrying about societal benchmarks, focus on curating a life that you'll enjoy and be good to people that are good to you. I cannot stress this enough. I cannot stress this enough. We do not own people. We get to experience people for as long as we're allowed to, and then we have to move on. And this is not always, but this, for me, you know, this these are things that I've learned in my 20s. We do not own people, we just experience them. And, you know, sometimes we are just a page in that other person's chapter in their life. You know, we are just a piece of what their journey is to become. And, you know, um... I would say relationships may seem impactful due to the love and the joy and the memories and <sighs> I'm trying not to cry <laughs> I don't know I don't know why this one is like so like I don't know intense on me but the reality of me and being someone who loves intensely Learning this put a brace in my heart. 
moving forward with relationships, whether it's friends, family, romantically, like platonically, I want to put my best foot forward. And I want to love as hard as possibly as I can. However, knowing this in the back of my mind is that somehow things can come to an end. And it's helped me it's helped me if things are to ever come to an end, you know. When you are in a relationship or anything, you don't want to give the full 100. You want to give 80 and leave 20% for yourself because there's been times where I've given my full 1,000% to people and then once we end or once we break up or split ways, whatever you want to say, I'm heartbroken. I fucking tear myself down. And that's not okay. You still have to save some, you still have to save some love for yourself. And, you know, my last relationship was, you know, long. And I loved my, like, I loved my partner unconditionally through so much things. And now, you know, being older and... I want to put my best foot forward. I want to, you know, knowing things that, knowing that sometimes things may come to an end has prepared me for when and if it does come to an end. Um, It's helped me to, you know, I guess with the grieving process. I'm not saying that every relationship is doomed and you'll never have something lifelong, but the reality is not all connections that we make will last let like not everything will be lifelong and such as high school friendships adult friendships relationships maybe even something with a relative so when we have this in the back of our mind it just helps us with the grieving process when you finally do have to let a person go i'm gonna cut this episode a little short to maybe 30 40 minutes just because i do want to record or maybe even film the rest with other people in my life and ask them things that they've learned in their 20s or us share similar things that we may have both learned in our 20s, you know? So the last thing is that when it comes to growth, there's always going to be threats to your growth. People will undermine it. They're going to negate the things that you say and maybe even prey on your demise but you can't let that affect your transformation. It's something about, <laughs> I feel like it's something about someone, I feel like it's something about seeing someone before the work that they put in, before the turning point, before the surrendering that makes them sick, as if there's people in your life that are like, how dare you try to change? How dare you try to love the person that you are? How dare you try to you know, get recognition of being this person. Like, there's so many people that try to attack you when you're trying to grow into this different person or someone comes to you and you're like, well, you used to be this way. And it's like, you know what, you're right. And I take accountability for that. But I am no longer that person. I am trying to grow and to be in a more better person. I'm trying to better myself. And if you don't respect that and if you don't you know appreciate the growth that I've had then I don't need you and um it's like there's something about the 
I want to say familiarity that we have with some people that makes it inconceivable for them to even imagine that we're trying to change and that's their problem you saw flaws within yourself and you decided to change and do better and anyone who take who can't take it threatens your growth and they can be dismissed because that's not in your journey and through the through the change and the trials and the work and the errors there's always going to be threats to your growth and yeah <laughs> um, I do have other things that I want to say eventually. Um, I may even try to, you know, post to TikTok. I, you know, if you already follow me on TikTok, I did change my TikTok thing to Vibing with Cell. And um, I just want to make it more into my podcast thing. But I am learning to grow to be more comfortable filming myself and I just have a self-conscious thing with looking at myself when I talk and I feel like my mouth moves weird but we're learning we're learning people it's a learning process all right um but yeah I love you and I hope that you were vibing this whole time and I love you your existence matters your growth matters. Don't let people try to fucking tear you down. Do what's best for you always. Be safe. Also, I hope you guys had good holidays. Um, or if you celebrate holidays, I hope you had good ones. And even if you just hung out with friends like I did, I hope you had a great time. Um, I love you. Have a good day. Today is Tuesday. January 10th, 2023, and if you're still alive and you're still with us, I'm proud of you, because I would have never saw myself being in 2023, so thank you for existing with me. I love you.